Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for July 2nd, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And also don't forget to check out uh, my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. Uh, We did one yesterday, and what we did is we looked at uh, Saturday's match between uh, Kay Hansen and Jinyu Fry. We also uh, did a preview of tonight's Invicta show. And um, now I got uh, four new videos up on the blog, and one of them is... Uh, Kay Hansen versus Jin Yu Fry. So I just want to talk about that uh, briefly. Again, like I said, uh, you can watch the video of the match uh, on the blog. Um, so they're both invictive veterans making UFC debuts. And uh, the fight was uh, just announced a few days before the show. Now, a total of four fights were supposed to be on this show got canceled, which is why I'm not writing about fight announcements anymore. There's just too many changes. And uh, Jin is 34 years old from uh, Arlington, Texas. Her husband, Doug Fry, is her coach. She is a former Invicta Atomweight champion, but, you know, she was having trouble making weight, so I expected her to move up to strawweight. And at her age, she is more suspect than prospect, you know, especially since she's not an aggressive fighter and she doesn't finish fights. And uh, we talked about this yesterday on the other podcast. I talked about it with uh, Schwan Humes. And... You know, the reasons he gave for signing um, Jin mostly had to do with her looks, okay? And I just think she's too old, you know, to to be a newcomer in the UFC. Now, it's possible they tried to sign other fighters and uh, none of them were available or wanted to do it or whatever. So it might have been, you know, know, attrition or something like that. But uh, I don't think she's good enough, you know, uh, and that's really what it comes down to. Now, Kay uh, is uh, 20 years old. She trains at 10th Planet in Fullerton, California. I like her especially on the ground, and she likes to finish fights. Uh, uh, She probably needs to improve her striking. You could see that in round one, as Kay had trouble establishing her range. She couldn't get a takedown. Uh, Jin was not dominant, but she did enough to win the round 10-9. The thing was, I didn't think she would get away with that stuff for for 15 minutes. I thought she, you know, uh, and, and sure enough, Kay made adjustments and she got a takedown in round two. And I don't think Kay was in a good position to uh, try submission. So she uh, uh, wrote it out and won uh, the round 10 to nine. Now, I like that she didn't try to force something that wasn't there. Sometimes uh, fighters get into trouble, uh, you know, trying to go for submissions that aren't there, you know, and she didn't do that. So in, in in the third round, K won with a very slick uh, submission, and after you know after taking Jin's back, K turned it into an armbar. When Jin blocked it, K switched to a triangle to distract Jin, and then switched back to the armbar. And that that was very smart. That's not the distraction is something you do not see for most fighters. Very unusual. Okay. Now you'll notice that K has a cut over her her left eye. I think they butted heads during the finish. So it's an excellent win for Kane, her UFC debut. If she can continue to improve and stay healthy, she has a promising future in the UFC. Okay, so that's up on the blog. Video number two is from Monday Night's Raw. Sasha Banks and Dolph Ziggler versus Drew McIntyre and Asuka. And uh, this is the usual formulaic nonsense the WWE does to set up the uh, matches on pay-per-views. Of course, they kick off the show 
with a contract signing. They do too many of these already, and all of them are the same. Of course, this one leads to a mixed match, which is also predictable. No one thinks Ziggler can beat McIntyre, so obviously the focus is to set up uh, Sasha as a serious threat to Asuka's title reign. The match is okay, but it's a time waster, okay? We, I know what they're doing. It's pretty pointless. You know, Sasha winning the match with a flash pin was also predictable, and so was Sasha and Bailey's post-match reaction. The likely result, uh, I guess it's uh, next Sunday, likely result next Sunday is that Bailey will cost Sasha the win. So will that lead to a split? I don't know. The WWE has been teasing a Sasha Bailey split for over two years. They just teased it again a couple of weeks ago. So they're being portrayed as best friends, but Bailey seems to want to have Sasha positioned behind her. So getting a second belt would make uh, Sasha her equal. It's like Bailey is pretending to be Sasha's uh, friend until she gets too close to being equal, leading to a double cross. So I expect Asuka to win uh, on, uh, on a week from Sunday, but that is a potential scenario. Okay. All right. Match number three is from last night's AEW show. It is Hikaru Shida defending her AEW Women's Championship against Penelope Ford. So Penelope's most notable characteristic is her boyfriend, Kip Sabian, comes to the ring with her and gets involved in her matches. So the ref throws him out before the match starts. Now, Penelope's matches to date have been blah. I mean, she's kind of green, right? Um, So I thought it was interesting that there was plenty of praise for her performance in this match. Of course, Hikaru deserves most of the credit for that. She made her look like a million bucks. Now, there's no one else on the AEW roster, none of the women on the roster, who has Hikaru's ability to elevate her opponent. This is how Hikaru was trained, and it comes naturally to her. It's, it's, it's very similar to Asuka, Io, Kyrie. They all do it. They want their opponents to look good. That's part of their job. At least that's how they look at it. So Hikaru sold a lot of offense, all right? And her kickouts are perfectly timed. It's almost as good as Asuka, by the way, but very similar. Uh, She made Penelope look much better than she actually is. The end came when Penelope distracted the ref on the floor so Sabian could brain Hikaru with her kendo stick. He missed, and Hikaru brained him instead. So then Hikaru won with the Falcon Arrow, followed by a knee to the head. Uh, So uh, the match is pretty good, so be sure to check it out. And finally, we have from last night's episode of NXT, Io Shirai versus Sasha Banks. And um, this, uh, I'm sure Sasha asked for this match as she had never worked with Io before. So it's a non-title match, all right? So it's a great back and forth match. Sasha's problem is she goes a little overboard with the heel overconfidence. And she can't do that with either Io or Asuka. Okay, Io took a big bump on the plexiglass on the floor. You know, again, I wonder how she can take bumps like that. But I said the same thing about Asuka, and they just, they know what they're doing. You know, the ability to take a bump like that is as good as executing offensive moves as moonsaults. It just, it isn't, it's just not something they're ever going to get credit for. 
right? Okay, so, um, and it also looked at some point that Sasha may have tweaked her knee. Now, other than one messed up German suplex spot, the match was well executed. After Bailey hits Io, there is some tug of war with the title belts. So suddenly, Asuka's at the other end of the tug of war. She sprays Asuka with the green mist. And after nailing Bailey with a sliding kick, Io wins with her moonsault. So the lesson for Bailey and Sasha uh, is to learn is Io and Asuka is as ruthless as they are. Anyway, I haven't heard anything about Asuka using the green mist, and I, I wouldn't think she could, you know, with you know the pandemic and everything. But I am sure Triple H discussed it with her with Asuka, and he okayed it. So um, now that we've seen the green mist, I don't know what'll happen at Extreme Rules. But and also with with EO involved, she could get involved in that too. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Anyway. All those videos are up on the blog. Uh, like I said, tonight we have an um, Invicta show on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, listen to my other podcast to get a preview of that show. Uh, like I said, it's called The Big Topic in Women's MMA, and we previewed the Invicta show on that podcast. Okay, so that's it for today. Um, uh, next podcast for this will probably be next week sometime, depending on the timing of what's on TV and stuff like that. Uh, they're also, uh, UFC will be back uh, from Fight Island next week as well. So uh, we'll be doing, I'll be doing the other podcast as well, Big Topic in Women's MMA. Uh, no doubt uh, reviewing the Invicta show and previewing the uh, UFC. I believe it's UFC 251. So uh, anyway, don't forget to check out all those videos, frankp316.blogspot.com. If you have any questions or comments for either of my podcasts or my blog, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to subscribe to my podcasts, you can do so at Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you later.